Okay, good evening, good evening. Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest version of Two Doms, One Podcast. And to this evening, instead of my usual co-host, Dahlia Cash, we have this amazing, amazing Domina that I have kind of been like a little cyber stalking on that clock app. And I was just so intrigued, so intrigued that I, I did ask her if she would join um, and join the podcast while Dahlia is off in Alaska, I believe mm -hmm. right now. So, um, so please do introduce yourself. Okay, well, I am Mistress London. I am out of Georgia and Ohio. Um, I've been a dummy for about a year. Um, what up? <laughs> well, that's all the pertinent stuff. Absolutely. That's <laughs> what inquiring, my inquiring mind would want to know, considering this is a very safe space for Ebony Doms in particular. Awesome. Um, I don't, uh, we haven't really talked about Black Bells Academy, but Black Bells Academy is my little, uh, little passion of, of pursuing a kind of sorority type Black Dom network. Okay. And because I, think it's an amazing time number one black women are what the number one most educated demographic in this country mm -hmm. um, we and our black femdoms that many of the very first especially professional doms were black women um like mistress mirror who was like I, my idol, uh, I was very fortunate to speak to her a few times. Um, I actually did have a conversation with her and she wanted to meet me at a convention. Now keep in mind, this was one of those ladies that I went to her website and her dungeon, it was like, I want you know, I want to be her one day. And cause she had the coolest shit she had like this like um, cross that was like rotating and Ooh. It was, it was amazing. She just had this amazing stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm on the phone, you know, totally fangirling like, oh my God, I'm talking to her. And she's like, well, would you like to show up? I'd like to see you. And you know what? She was like, and you could serve me. And I was like, what? That's going to have to be a hard pass for me. Um, I am not submissive at all. Yeah. Oh, so did yeah. that ruin like your... Oh, yeah. She was like, eh, be gone. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Um, you know. Wow. That's wow. Yeah. 
So you were definitely hoping more for almost like a mentorship, possibly. Hoping for, yeah, definitely. But that didn't. And you know what? That could have very well been the case. And maybe that's her fashion of teaching, you know, um, because in a lifestyle, kind of like a lifestyle kind of immersion, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know. Or kind of like you have to experience to give it. But I did start in performance art, in fetish performance art, bottoming. So, um, yeah, you know, back in Tampa, Florida and Ybor and, oh, my God, there was this radio personality called Papa the Love Sponge. Yeah, so just, yeah, put that together in a, you know, a nightclub. I was like Spongebob. (laughs) Right? No, Bubba, Bubba the Love Sponge, I'm sorry. And they actually had a fetish night and we would do like fetish scenes on a stage. Oh. Yeah. But girl, this is like back when the internet was a new toy that not everyone was even aware of. Right, right. Yeah. But but now we're today and you know, fast forward to everything being so readily available and post-covid or post-covid yes maybe post post-ish post-adjacent we're like we're like post-war covid i don't know what the fuck this (laughs) (laughs) we gave them a pandemic now they must have war Right? Right. I don't yeah. know what's happening anymore. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I just can't give it that much energy. Mm-hmm. But what we are going to discuss tonight is kink, which is always like one of our, I'm sure, both of our favorite subjects. Kink, Absolutely. BDSM, um, uh, SNM, DS. Um, all of the lovely accoutrement that and whatever acronym you would like to prescribe to you, uh, that and the Black community. Yes. Yeah. Although I'm very proud of our, our Black community for being more into kink, um, it seems. Um, you know, thanks to the, to the clock app. Um, but it is still something that people seem to still like struggle with. Um, so I'm actually currently, um, training to be a, a certified sex coach and, um, yes, thank you. And I want to, um, kind of like specialize in kink and BDSM, um, especially when it comes down to intimacy, because I feel like people struggle with even talking about their sexual needs. And oh, yeah. yeah, and I feel like it's more so in the Black community because we don't want to be like, oh, that's weird. Or that is, you know, some pale skinned people <laughs> stuff or, you know, things like that. Um, yeah. So that's you really are correct. 
right. And that has been the credo in the Black community about, I mean, basically about anything that is outside of the mainstream. Yeah. Oh, that's palm color people stuff. We don't, we don't, we don't do that. And then, and that definitive collective we, as though everyone has like punched a, you know, a hole stating that, nope, I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's crazy because I think that's where the stigma of DL men come in because maybe men do want to experience that pleasure that ain't no black men do want to experience that ain't no pleasure and still be considered a straight male. But I mean, hello, if I had a clit in my ass, I'd be like, tear it up. Okay. they do so i totally get the whole um urge you know desire certainly uh prostate play is a huge thing i yeah there's giving a dude their first prostate orgasm is i think very liberating for me and hopefully them because i always tell them this orgasm is the closest to a female orgasm that you will ever mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. yeah. Because it is not about your dick at all. At all. At all. Um, I've had guys tell me like they just um, just come so just like that. Yep. And it's just, it's it turns into a high that they keep searching for. Because they're dudes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah but I, I you know what maybe that's just a human trait that you know once we discover something we enjoy yeah more. yeah for sure um yeah so honestly that's what kind of motivated me you okay okay <laughs> oh yeah i just had a tickle in my throat um, you know, despite all the storms, and you would think that all the pollen is gone, it's no, it, it just spread it even more. Yeah, it's just, ugh. but you're right. We went from like butts to pollen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, and, I, and I get that, that you know, um. Uh, men, especially black men, feeling mm-hmm. comfortable wanting to explore that part of their one, their anatomy. Because I don't even think that that's a sexuality thing. Everybody, every oh. male has a prostate, yeah, whether gay or straight, and both of those prostates, and you know, experience the same kind of response. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is it a, a gay? I don't think it's a sexual thing. I think it's a a, bio, a biological thing. Yeah, I think it's a preference. And yeah. And a, but a lot of kink is also built on that stereotype and trope of, uh, you know, a lot of like say sissy play. A sissy, uh, sissy, uh, sissy slut play in particular, mm-hmm. you know, humiliation type play. Then yeah. it's 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 a it's de- it's a degrading thing. Yeah, yeah, it can be degrading. <clears throat> I mean, 
Don't bark. So I think that, um, so if you make it a sissy play, it can't be that. It can be probably very, excuse me, you know, in my situations, it's a part of sissy play. Um, I haven't um, pegged anyone in a romantic setting, like a partner or anything. Um, and would you? Honestly, no. No? No, you not know, a male partner. I understand and respect that answer. Absolutely. I would not do that with a male partner. Um, only because it will be kind of... Um, what is that? What is that called? It will be almost like cross-contamination, like work and play. Like... <laughs> I do not want to cross those lines. I get it. Exactly. That is, um, you know, and that is definitely delving into that, you know, uh, relationships while being a dominatrix. Mm -hmm. uh, There is definitely activity that when you're in your personal life, you're like, but then it makes me think, well, what do gynecologists do? Are they do they never like have foreplay with their partners or right. or uh, you know what's yeah, how does that work? Right. Yeah. Because I know how I feel. But at the same time, I think that it's all how it's approached. You know, yeah. if it's something that I want to do versus something that's being asked for true that's a different thing then i'm I'm if i want to do that's me even when it comes down to cooking if my partner asks me to cook dinner i'll be like no right if i want if i want to cook you dinner i don't think you pay me to be your cook yeah (laughs) right but if i decide to cook dinner because you know that's how I decide to show my love, then that's a whole different. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. 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 And and that's why I can't be in a relationship with a submissive man, because I I cannot want, I cannot be with someone who wants to get fucked more than me. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my thing too. And plus like, I, because of, you know, me being a dame, um, I really like alpha men, like, because I'm still very, like, I mean, extremely alpha, like, if I get a little snappy, I want them to be able to hold their own and be like, you know, maybe put me in my place. Exactly. That's why I can't date a submissive man, because I have to have someone who can stand up to me and tell me, no, you're, you're, you're being crazy right now, stop. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in those words, crazy, because that's never a good thing to say to a woman. But yeah, just like you're out of pocket, ma'am. Right. And like, I'm somebody, like, I want somebody to tell me to sit the fuck down. Hey, and I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna do that this time. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, nope, I cannot yeah. be with. Thank you. And someone who is not intimidated by who we are. Yes, exactly. My height is already intimidating enough, so 
that's definitely where that comes into a major play because me and six two men are easily intimidated and i'm not the oh smallest goodness. i'm not I'm the so smallest jealous. i wish i had your height oh my god i could just to be able to tower over them yeah yeah yes Good job. yes that's that's awesome yes. see well you are maybe new, but you are, um, I'm sure, destined to do uh, many, many things, ma'am. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. Thank towering you. over that little minuscule face. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I have such a vivid imagination. I have, like, this whole scene of you just, like, tromping through, like, this, like, crowd of little tiny men, and they're like, but I love they're that. loving it at the same time. Oh, she's going to crush me. <laughs> so, so, it's so funny because um, when I went to Kroger's, um, there's always something happening at this Kroger's. But as I'm leaving, this guy is like, how tall are you? I'm like, 6'2". He was like, no, you like 6'3". Then the, then the security guard was like, yeah, you like, yeah, you got to be like 6'3", 6'4". Then a random guy walks in the store. He's like, yeah, you like, you got to, men recognize height. We like, you got to be like 6'3". And I'm just like, why are y'all so worried about my damn height? Because mm -hmm. that's what they pictured too. Yeah, me and worshiping me. Yeah, I know oh. it. <laughs> That's right. That is right. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So yes, I am excited for that. Oh, so goodness. So um, I did warn Mistress London that um, I am given to go off on a tangent. Uh. Uh, kink and BDSM in the Black community. Another aspect I wanted to uh, point out about that that I had noticed is that while being ebony doms, our very, our dominant status gives us or we take a certain level of respect, right? Mm -hmm. When we come into any any room, any you know, uh, uh, any atmosphere of the community, yes, black femmes subs do not get that privilege. Hmm. And you know, um, I I do a little bit of you know, like I said, my little stocking on TikToks. And I've been noticing like this theme of the black femme subs that post is that, you know, that they all kind of allude to issues that they have in their communities with abuse, um, you know, just it, it's problematic for them as submissives. Hmm. And I wonder if it's you know, black women are, are very often pigeonholed as being that superwoman can handle anything um, type character. Mm -hmm. and, but then you, when presented with a black woman who is seeking submission, I don't think people know how to deal with that. 
I agree with that. Women aren't allowed to even role play at being not in control. Exactly. And um, to be honest, when I've talked to a few subs, um, even of all races, not even just Black subs, um, their big thing on being a sub is um, that they're constantly in control and they want to release that power of being in control sometimes, even if it's just for a moment in the scene, because we do have that stereotype of being independent, Black, strong Black women. So they want someone to um, basically kind of take that off their shoulders, understandably so, um, because it, the world makes it overwhelming to, you know, stand up to or um, basically constantly present that same energy or, you know, meeting that class of strong Black women. Right. So, but then, and then there's the challenge of finding someone who isn't going to try to take advantage because this is a Black woman. Mm-hmm. And you know what? To be honest, that, that's actually a really good subject that we should probably talk more on because um, I do feel like a lot of sub submissive women... Um, it, it turns into a sexual act, like, um, it becomes more like they want don't a aggressive meal. Don't get me started. Yeah. Good girls suck daddy's dick. Bad girls suck daddy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It has definitely turned to that. <laughs> um, all, in all, all in all, daddy's dick's getting sucked. Right, right. And it doesn't really matter what you do. It's, yeah, but that's the difference to me between male domination and female domination. Yeah. Male domination tends to be, and I have fortunately met some male dominants who are not that way, but not that many. Mm -hmm. But most of it is pretty much all about the sex. Yeah, because when you look at, when you look at all the TikToks of the, of the male doms, I'm going to do this because I feel like they're just, alpha males, um, not necessarily dominatrix. Um, but it's very sex yeah. or the content. Um, it's basically like, what did I say? Come here. If you're an abuser, just say that. Like you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to make it seem like you're a dom. You found a niche that it didn't really matter what you looked like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because or brought to the table all you had to do was say i'm a dog yep and i guess it's the energy i guess if you have that big dick energy it's these not, women yeah, yeah but that doesn't come you know i mean i've seen not big dick energy doms that had <laughs> harems and i'm like how did all that happen how did that oh happen God. Yeah, I don't, yeah, because even when I'm scrolling through, I'm like, this doesn't seem very authentic. <laughs> <laughs> in what scenario, in what universe did things come together that this would be a result? Right. 
but that's like Fifty Shades of Grey. If yeah. dude hadn't been a billionaire, millionaire, whatever, would that have happened? Absolutely not. No. So, and that was more of a financial control. It was more of control. Like a sugar daddy story more than anything yeah. else to me. You have kinky sugar daddy. Right, a kinky ass sugar daddy had his way with you financially, and then it became emotional. Yeah, now, don't get me wrong, his playroom was the shit. Okay, <laughs> but when you're wealthy, you can afford that. Exactly. You know, that's just like speaking of sissies. You know, um, I have dealt with so many sissies, especially those who have a little more. Um, uh, you know, uh, resources than others that will buy whole and exorbitant wardrobes. And then in the, you know, probably 10 years that I've known them or whatever, mm-hmm. thrown away, thrown them all, thrown it all away, probably at least four or five times. What? Because at some point they had decided, you know what? I'm not going to be this anymore. I've got a new girlfriend. i got life. This isn't me anymore. I'm not a sissy slut and I'm a man. And <laughs> they go off and live in their little life for like good six to nine months. If that, if they make it that far. Right. And then they're like, mistress. I miss being a bitch. I <laughs> I miss my panties. <laughs> and you're like, so you weren't, and you weren't able to talk her into no. making you wear them. Okay. And that's that's the, one of the issues. Like that's what we were saying when it comes down to pegging. Mister obviously wanted to take his name's Mister because you know <laughs> he's a terrible. Look at you. <laughs> He just looks like he's silly. Mm-hmm. He's an asshole, actually. Oh, well. He's male, so I get, you know, any male has a good bit of asshole in him. Mm-hmm. He, he comes along with the penis. <laughs> right. He comes along with the penis. Right. Oh, but he looks so sweet, though. He is. He's just needy. I don't know where he gets that from. I don't know. I don't know. But um, amazing. So let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. And I can't say that this has been uh, anything but like an amazing time. And I'm very much hoping that you will come back again very soon. Absolutely. And we can um, can really dig into the community. Mm-hmm. absolutely good good chat and as always uh in if you are happening happening if you happen to be listening to us on spotify please do uh take advantage of our polls and our questions ask us a question that you might want us to answer we would love to engage and interact and of course, again, thank you for joining me, Mr. Lady Friday, and Mr. London on Two Doms One Podcast. Yeah! Yay! Oh, my lashes are starting to fall off. I think. <laughs>